0: Apologize in advance. I, I, in the summer, we had a major project. My wife put all the shiurim on every parsha in the in lutey binder. So I take out the all the papers from all the different years, and I look. Okay, what did I say last year? I couldn't find the one on the boy. So I figured we stomach didn't have a shiur. Parsha's boy, it happens, right? So I prepared, and then as I'm preparing. Uh, a few minutes ago, I found last year's year. So it's going to be the same shears as last year. <laughs> the I think good that. news is that you remember. What? You remember what you thought of last year, which is also it's pretty good. But it's a, hopefully, exactly. if you remember, it'll be a good chazara. If you don't remember, but as I get this. Anyway, without any further ado, so the Parsha, maybe what's happening. I'm not not saying it. You're going to remember, right? You're going to say yeah. But I'm going remember the stories. You'll, the story going to remember, right? right. So any, in any case, a, so in any case, it says towards the end of the Parsha that Moshe told them to go out and borrow Kalin. Okay? So the Russian of the pasuk is so um, Rashi says that the Bnei did like Moisha said. <speaking in Hebrew> so the Vilna Gaon asks in the Yahu, this I don't know what exactly is the chiddush over here. What, what the pasuk says the Bnei did like Moshe said, and they barred from the Mitzrayim. So Rashi says. They did Kedvan Moshe who told them it's Ryan to borrow money, to borrow from each person's rent. So what's Rashi adding that uh, the POSIC doesn't say? As I fake the Zuma claim. On top of that, he asked another question that <laughs> earlier with, it says in the POSIC that uh, Moshe told them in advance of this whole thing. That you should go. The issue with Ishmael, Esri Ehud, Ishmael, Esri Usach, like Chesed, like Zav, the smallies. So the question is, what is the solution? Ishmael, Esri Ehud. But we're going to ask, you find in Yisephus Rabba Kama that if the shore of a Jew goes the shore of a non so you're not Chaya because the pasuk says Reihud. It has to be a friend. So you see when the Torah uses the word re'ehu, it means a yid. It doesn't mean a guy. So how come over here it says so what are you you're going to mature in your friends? They were your arch enemies. They tortured you to, to, to oblivion. All of a sudden, why is it being called Re'ehu? So there's several terrors. but Malden gives the terrors. And the Malbim says that this was just a ploy. They went and they and borrowed from each other. But they borrowed from each other so that the Mitzrayim would be comfortable lending to them also. In other words, if they see the Yidim are giving each other, they say, oh, Mistama, they're going to serve God. They're going on this holiday to serve their God. And they need utensils. So the poor people are getting utensils, to the rich people. So Mistama, don't give it back. So, okay, we'll lend them also. So it was just a way of getting the Mitzrayim to get into the app. But the, the was going says in his site, and he says that, you know, the shot was, they had to ask from each other, because there had, they, they had to have been a creation of a ruach of giving to each other, a ruach of to each other. And the meyla, before you can go and ask from the Mitzrayim, you have to impact the, the environment, that there's this concept that we give to each other. There's a concept of giving, giving to a friend, giving to a neighbor. When Claudius Yisro initiating in the ruach of Mitzrayim, this idea that we give to each other, we lend each other, and with all of that, it had an impact on the entire Sviva, and the Mela, they were able to then go to the Mitzrayim, and the Mitzrayim would also respond. So he says so So it says now it makes sense what Rashi is saying. Rashi is saying that they did what Moshe said, that first they went to each other, and then they went to the Mitzriam. So Rashi says they listened to what Moshe said to borrow from each other, and then the Pusuk says they went and they borrowed from the tribe, So that's what it says, they did what Moshe said. But the, 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 the Vilna says that then the world gets built with chesed right so he says that there was a necessity to create that impact on the belt and then it would happen in the shrine Is that isn't something that is naturally, in other words so Somebody has to lead. Great example. What happens is that when you do these kinds of things, it impacts on the world. the Halevi, he talks about the marble, and he says over there the similar idea. He says by the marble, you found that the animals were crossbreeding, that the world was totally immoral. Hashem destroyed the world and it says <speaking in foreign language> like eradicate of the surface of the earth together with the model. What's, what's he says the people's behavior had not only effect on, 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 on themselves, it affected the world itself. The animals were impacted by the immoral behavior of people that they became immoral. Even the earth became somehow corrupted. There was a stain of immorality it was there on the earth. And therefore, the were going to destroy a chilek of the actual earth itself. So you somehow you see that the maizim of somebody has an impact. The Gemara says, There's a posse in Ki evan mikir ya'neno. Yoim hadin. What does it say? What, what does it mean that the stones of your house will testify in Yerimadin? Not because they're going to come and talk, and because they will be saturated with either goodness or the schlechtkeit of your life. So you have to realize when you come to Oyvul Maemes, even the stones of your house are going to be made in a certain sense, right? And so it's what you have to know. A person has a kliach an impact. As you do it, the chasidishemaisa, the choisa from Ludlin was nisker. So his son is a from Porchin, So he gave his son a Yerusha. He gave him a silk, uh, some silk, a silk kapata or something like that, and a belt and a clock. And so uh, Yosef from Porchin is on his way home from from. He just finished in a sitting shivul, being by his father's bishaspetira, and uh, suddenly there's a terrible storm. He had to stop and somebody is in. And he didn't have any money to pay. So after he stayed there, the innkeeper said he uh, would pay up. So he said, listen, I don't have any money. I have these items that I got from my father. Take if you want. So the guy looks. He says, "What well, there was a, a silk uh, gargle and a bekisher, and a clock. He says, okay, I'll take the clock, the clock clutch uh, I can use. It'll wake me up to milk the cows. So uh, he put the clock in one of the rooms. And uh, a little while later, again, Robert from Radoshitz came by and he stayed, in that he stayed in the room with the clock. He ended up, he stayed up all night. And he says to the Ginka, where would you get that clock? He said, I don't know, some uh, poor person was here. He didn't have money to pay, so he gave me the clock. He says, you know, this clock had to have belonged to the Chaisa from Lublin. He says, see, most clocks, when you hear the, the clock ticking, it's a, it's a depressing thing because every second of ticking reminds you you're one second closer to the grave. But this clock, somehow, the ticking of the clock made me feel I'm one second closer to Mashiach. And I was so happy I couldn't sleep all night. So he says, this had to be the clock of the chalice. So you know, I'm not sure how that how you poil on a clock that the TikTok is different, but that was the mice. So whether you, you hear it or not, but the, the message is that a person has an impact, right? Uh, so um, the, the 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 says in the Sakhis Khadib Giga says by it, Zocha Pizoiche, Noitel Chelka the Kel began even. This person is Zoyf and Chagiga says, you can take your chalik and somebody else's chalik in Gan And if you're Chayiv, so then you take your chalik and your friend's chalik in Gehenem. So the chalik is what, what, what's shadowing here. I'm going to take somebody else's chalik in Gan Why do I get his chalik in Gan Why should I get Yenem, chalik in Gehenem? The Teretz is the same thing that the Basil Abbey explains. You are impacting all these people. The way you behave, you may not realize it, but when you act a certain way, it creates an impact on the environment, and people's behavior is affected by what you do. So you may end up, you know, uh, suffering from him because he did things because you were influencing him. You don't even realize it, right? And, and so you somebody get somebody's tail in Danes, and you don't realize it. But there were things you did that had an impact. The things you do has a ripple effect. And the chemisch you don't know what it is. So you can say, Tzaddik, uh, and maybe uh, Russia was in, inspired by him, and he did something good. So the Russia gets his in Hayalma in Oilom Hazeh, and the Tzaddik takes his piece of ganayden, right? Or vice versa, right? The, 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 the Russia gets your and you get punished in this world, whatever it is. So uh, that's these that You're in effect on other people and so mm-hmm. the, the the i think it's the im says it says by in, in, in Shabbos, it says that the uh, mm-hmm. so the question is the it says for six days you should you should do your work and then you should rest in order that mm-hmm. your, so the whole taqlus of Shabbos is that the behemoth should take a rest. That's what Shabbos is. That's what it says in the poem. So after Imra'im the Pshat is that your rest has to be such a powerful rest, the realization of what Shabbos is. The impact of Shabbos should be such that it will even impact on your shur and your hamor. This was the mice that the Gemara tells over about the Yid who... Um, he sold a cow to a guy. He came Shabbos, the cow wouldn't work. So the guy calls the yid, he says, wait a second, you know, you sold me a defective cow. It only works six days a week. What's going on? So the yid hoped that the cow doesn't work on Shabbos. He went over to him and he said, the cow, right? You don't belong to me anymore. You belong to the guy. You can start working on Shabbos. So the cow got up and started to work. So the guy says, I don't get it. What exactly did you tell the cow? What's the, what's the trick? Is they I told the cow that he's not a Jewish cow anymore, so he can do work. Mm-hmm. So he, this year, this guy became so nishtoinen, he converted to Yiddishkeit, and he became known as Rabbi Yochanan ben Toyrosa, Rabbi Yochanan, the son of the cow, right? So, uh, Andre Zogin, the cow, was a of Ashti. that uh, she made Jewish girls work on Shabbos, so she came back as a cow. So that, that's, a, that, that's in parentheses often quoted. So I'll go upon him. But you see a mice like that, what? The, the, the cow also had a tail. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so um you you see this mice, the Meshisa. That the Greeks they they said you, you know, they, they were afraid to go into the base amygdala. So they said, You go and take whatever you want. So he comes out with the Minoira and they say no, 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 that's not for you, right? If you go back take something else. We're keeping the order, So he says, I'm not going back in again. So they managed, they, they put him on a sawhorse and they sawed him in half. And he was just screaming. I was, I, I, I angered Hashem. I won't do it again. So, this is the shame. He walked into a motchim kodesh and he was totally affected by the motchim. It was a total transformation. That's the clear. now, That's a lot of the base on English. but. People become transformed mm. by where you go. There's a, when I couldn't find where I saw the mice. I looked in about Lise Musa, but it wasn't there. Rohan and Vasian came to America a couple of times to raise money for Baranovich. So on one street, he had a guy driving him around for people to collect money. The driver got flungered, and he ended up in That's Times what? Square. And Rohan started to scream. He says, where there's a terrible smell over here. Uh, nobody smelled anything. But he smelled the tumor, whatever it was he felt he, and he, he never looked out the window. he just was looking in the safer, but he felt it there's a terrible smell here. so it, it the, the, somehow the hashba of tumor, whatever this is, is real, and we don't we're not sensitive enough to it, but he had that clay to feel it so um there says he has a shtickle in the say the clay that's Mamorrim that um I've got to get it along. So he he asked the question, the famous Gemara, in, in Shabbos, the and Shabbos, Lamed Aleph. The uh, gear came to Hillel and said, "Convert me while I'm standing on one. Teach me the entire Seder while I'm standing on one leg." So he went to Shammai, and Shammai uh, kicked him out of the house. Comes to Hillel, and Hillel says, "The Allah What you don't like, don't do your friend." Zekola Paira Kula, Eidh uh Idah Pelusha, the rest of this the player is Zilgamor, go learner. He tells him the entire Tayer can be condensed into the Allah today Lukaber Kulay Sabah. So the asks the obvious question, that maybe will do for Baynodimul Khabeira what it was for mamakan. So he says that the site is like this, that the world is is Jugmorah the Jamora brings down, Raman paskins. That a person has to look at the world like it's 50, 50 If you do one mitzvah, you turn the mitzvah of the world into a uh, muk and Kaddish. If you want a very you turn it into a muk and it's not kodesh. And it's how you have to look at the world. And everybody has that achrayas to view the world like my, my i like and going to transform the reality of the world. And he says, when the world is kodesh, everybody's uplifted. When the world is not that way, people are dragged down says, you wouldn't like it for someone to contaminate your environment, right? You know, so uh, you don't want people, you know, burning plastic or whatever it would be, right? You don't want that to happen. So, just like you don't want that to happen, you don't want people spreading tumor in the world. So the Allah you wouldn't want people to contaminate your speaker, so don't do that. Now, what are the mitzvahs? What are the averis? That's the papers. That you go figure out yourself, right? But I'm telling you, this is the yisoid. The yisoid is you have to create kedushim in the world. You have to create an environment that's holy, not a house in the Bible That's, negative. that's the yisoid of toyer. That's how he's masper the pshat. It is also in, in the Mesilos Yesharim. the very beginning, the first paragraph of Chayes Algam Boy Elomay, the Mesilos Yesharim says. Shackle. You tamik oyd vein yintira. If you look into the world more deeply, you'll see ki oyd le mivro lishimush The world was created to service mankind. Omn however he may oymay b'shikol godol. It's a tremendous balance. If a person gets schlepped into the Physical parts of the world of the and distance itself from Hashem. He who miskalkel he becomes ruined, and the world becomes ruined with him. He did, not only is he affecting himself, he's affecting the world. But if he's connected to Hashem and he utilizes the world to serve Hashem, whom is Allah, he's uplifted. The world itself is elevated with him. So this is the insight that what you do creates this impact on the world. And so just like in the youth you have to borrow, they created... The ruach of Chesed, and then the Mitzriim caught on. That's the same thing over here. Now, there's, there's a merdekamaisa. There was a year. His name was Azaria Tsorfati, and he was about tshuva. And he lived in a in a, in a city in Eretz Yisrael, and um, he decided that when he came to that town to live, that he needed to start for bale tshuva you know, uh, a kindergarten or whatever it was. So he he started a a a, a, a g that was called Ghana Fike Megav, Fikeha Negev, based on uh Sherry Fike by And it became a chain of, of kindergartens all over the, the Negev. And um he started, you know, he was a big Askin, he did a lot of One day he came home not feeling well, he went to uh Siroka Medical Center, the doctor gave him a diagnosis, he's very sick, he doesn't have much more time to live. So he came home, he tells his wife, we have a lot to accomplish, right, I'm not finished yet. And they started a girl's school, a boy's school, he started a, a, a kitchen for, for poor people, tremendous, till he was nifter, he didn't stop working. So one day, the rov, the, the, the town there, Nachshan Argamon, the name of the rov, So he came to visit him at that point he was in the hospital or whatever. So he said to him, tell me something, what what made you become a Baal So he said to him, what made me become a Baal was one day I was with a bunch of Hebron in a restaurant in Haifa. And we're sitting there having a good time and there was a big window and we're looking out the window and we see across the street there was a store with a very frosted picture in the window. Just then a bocher, a younger man, is crossing the street, the hat, the jacket, and he notices the picture. Everyone's watching the scene unfold, and as soon as this guy notices the picture, he, he suddenly turns his face around, he takes his hat, puts it over his eyes, covers his coat, covers his face, and he's crossing the street to avoid looking at the picture. And the whole place is laughing their heads off. And I'm thinking to myself, what is with this guy? Why doesn't he want to enjoy that picture? He's got to have something in life that's so much more valuable that he doesn't need this. He doesn't want this. He's got something much better. And I began to search, what has he got that we don't have that he doesn't need to look at such a picture? And I got my answers, and they came from, So here you have a guy of in the street minding his own business, and he doesn't realize that... What he did with that Misa inspired another person and transformed the city in Eretz role to have a Beis Yaakov and, and, and uh, a boys' school and kindergartens and a soup kitchen, right? all because he acted like an Eretz And he's going to come to Shemaim one day and he's going to see who knows why and say, where is this from? And say, Oh, that's because he crossed the street. There's you know, a similar Misa with uh, the Yid walks into, there's a, there's a, there's a road in Dallas where a Rodin, so well, I don't know if he still has a shul, but he had a he had a firm shul in, in Dallas many many years ago. So one day, a guy named Leonard Leonard walks into the shul, a religious fellow, and he talks to the rabbi. He says, "I want to bring you a check. I'm going to bring you a check." So the rabbi figures, "Okay, you got thirty six dollars, eighteen dollars, you know." And he says, "No, I'm going to I'm going to come back in a few in a week or so. I'm going to bring you a check for two thousand dollars." So the rabbi is with him, and they have a long conversation, about this and that. And so he comes back later with a $3,000 check. He says, I'm going to give you 2000 but I like the conversation, so I made it 3000 And the yid keeps on coming back, and uh, he helps out the shul, and he helps eventually, rabbi moved. he helped him move, and his family helped, and uh, the gave thousands of dollars to the shul. He was nifter, this yid, Leonard, was nifter when he was 49 years old. By the hesped, Rabbi Rudin said, "What what made this guy show up in my shul?" Herod says he's, he's an heresy shul by the kaisel. You my know, guy. Everyone goes to the kaisel. He is standing by the Keisel. He doesn't know what to do. You know, he's touching the walls, feeling the stones. He sees nearby there's a yid davening by the kaisel. Mamish davening, saying to him, and he sees the emotion, the tears, the feeling, the regish. and Imamish was blown away. So he came back to Dallas where he lives. He called a friend. He says, describes this Jew davening. He says, where would a Jew like that be comfortable davening? He says, in hey, Rabbi Rodin's shul. He says, okay. That's so the way it goes, Rabbi long shul. And he, he helped Rabbi Rodin build a new shul and reach out to people. And so here, one year, he's going to come to Shemai and He doesn't realize what the impact he had by his davening at the Kleso, how we impacted it on many, how many people. So the excited for him is that um, we have to realize that the person has an attitude. Mishvili uh, really Nivroam doesn't mean all the beer is for me, all the clothing is for me, and, you know, the road is for me. Right? Uh, you know, it's not all oh, the idiots driving snow because they didn't grow up in Denver, so they don't know how to drive in the snow. And so, all these idiots doing here—they can't drive snow. Well, but it's not your road, you know. So, but you have the attitude that the world is mine. But the parents says, the Shvili never means the world was created for me to take care of it. It's my is to make sure that the world is a good place. That uh, the the shlomim says when he was younger, he taught a class. In, in one of the shtetlach, whatever, maybe it was near Yisro, I don't know exactly where, but so he was learning the in Baruch, the Moran by Ben Zoyma, he once came to the Hall and he saw all the people and he said, made a Baruch of Boruch, or um, whatever it was, and then he said, the Reboi, should give all these people to be Misham machine. And uh, so the Baruch asked him, well, what kind of guide does that? Everybody's a mishamishmi, and he went through a whole thing. How you know, this the guy and do this and they're going to do that, and they bring to my door food to eat. Everything is ready. The whole world prepares it. You know what it costs? So you buy a loaf of bread in seven miles, and you know what? You know there's a farmer, there's the rain, there's the weeds, there's the plowing, there's the threshing. And you just walk into the store and you buy a loaf of bread like nobody's business, right? So the whole world is there to serve me. So the bracha says, isn't that geyser? So he said to him, he wasn't saying it, the Kedusha, he's saying it, it's my world, I have to take care of it. So if you realize this is my world, you have to make it a Mokim Kaddish, to instill within the world a Kedusha, a Helikite, and that's what you have to do. And people, the way they fears the way that you act, have Kedusha to affect the world. It was a, it was a Yid, Shleim Weintraub. it's a book about him. Shmuel Weintraub. I think it's a book, Shmuel the Koyed Shemoy, about him. A very big clavik. So, it was a Rosh yeshiva in one of the Nebairdika yeshivas. So, uh, he once came to a shul in Vilken there. And it was a certain, he sat in a certain suit. And Imam Shani, his in and he couldn't understand what, 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 what's up this mukha. And the people told him, the old told him, because the Vilna Goyen was in Gullus. He went to Gullus, he sat in that suit. So the impact of the film of going in that seat, days later, somebody sits in that chair and he has a davening shaykh. You know. And my nephew says he, went, he goes to the Ramos shul. when he travels to Europe, he sits in the Ramos seat, but he didn't tell me that he had any grace. So it could be the person that has to be royal right counsel, but I'll call upon him, the, that's what you see. I'll call upon him, the, this is the verb that we have to create a world that... Um, is impacted by the positivity of our mycin. And then uh, we'll, we'll benefit, not only will the world become a better place, but will be zoyfed to the dividends of all the goodness that is the result of our mycin. So I just want to finish that. The, we say in So. It's interesting. The post says, My mouth will speak the praise of Hashem, and then before All flesh will praise Hashem. I think the pesach is, uh, "I, With um, With my, my my mouth." And my, in my mahalach I do my chelik. The result will be The world will already praise Hashem. So we have to do our chelik and the melah We impact on the world, and uh, we should be zayifir back at... Uh, very soon, bring the She'it here with them. So, what ways do